Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Bishop of the Burn Nick and with me as always, it's Gator. And today we are going to be smoking a cigar that Jeff picked up in Kansas City. We're going to be smoking the Undercrown 10th Anniversary. It's the uh, Undercrown 10 5x50 Robusta. This cigar features a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, a, I had this looked up, USA Connecticut Broadleaf Binder, and Nicaraguan Filler. It celebrates a uh, decade of dedication. It's all decked out from Esteli. You, once again, reading the band. Yes. That's good. That's good. So, we're going to go ahead and, uh, oh, I got to get mine out of the cellophane. Yeah, let's get them out. I was worried about other stuff and wasn't paying attention and didn't get mine out of the cellophane, so we got to get ours out of the the cellophane here. So, and now that that's been accomplished... Come on, Jeff. All right. So, guys, in the spirit of full disclosure here, Jeff and I are doing an experiment with this episode. Got it. And so I have a camera running with the intention that maybe we might be able to put this out as like a video. But in order to do that, I need to make sure I have everything set up correctly. So we're kind of experimenting with it today. And anyway, Jeff is uh, hamming it up significantly for the camera. He's There's a camera? You know there's a camera. You can't stop staring at it in a very bizarre way. I'll tell you guys, if I ever do actually release this video, like um it's it's creepy what he's doing. It's it's very serial. Why do you have to use my cigar? Cuz I already took the ribbon off. Oh, I was just going to cut through it. You can't cut through the ribbon. Oh, I bet I can. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can cut through the ribbon, but I don't think you're supposed to. Sounds like a challenge. I don't think you're supposed to. So, yeah, the um, Undercrown 10 features a uh, nice little gold ribbon on the uh, cigar there. And Harry took mine off, but Jeff apparently has decided he's going to cut through it. You're just going to burn the foot band while you're at it? Oh, shit, there is a foot band. <laughs> you read the foot band. That was, like, literally one of the things that you did. You, it's you, like the thing I did. You, you read the foot band there. Anyway. All I'm right. entertained by the camera. I, I can tell. You really just need to stop. How do the authority guys do this without just staring at it the whole time? I don't know, but you really need to stop. Pay attention. Come on. Pay attention. What? To the conversation. If you pay attention to the conversation, the camera is just somebody sitting there. It's not that big of a deal. This. All right, I'm not going to do this. Like, <laughs> if you're going to keep doing this shit, I'm trying to trying to open us up to new audiences and possible new revenue streams. And you're going to fuck around like this. I mean, come on, you know. Yes. Don't don't be a dumbass. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Don't be a dumbass. <laughs> How long have you known me? <laughs> long enough to know you're going to be a dumbass. Yes. Anyway. So, all right. Um, why don't we go ahead and prepare to cut the cigar? And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan, Dan the Cigar Man. Crestwood, Missouri. And uh, we were just talking the other day about uh, all the cigars that Dan has over there. And he uh, he's real proud that he keeps getting in these exclusive cigars 
because you know he wants he wants you guys the listeners to know that he's getting good stuff so that you'll contact him and and inquire about these things that's why if you look at his instagram posts and thing and his social media and whatnot he always tries to highlight the various cigars that he's got coming in so that you guys are aware because here see here's the thing you guys the listeners you've been very good to dan you know, you reach out to Dan. Yes. You do a lot of mail order service with Dan and everything like that. It's been very good. And he recognizes that you guys can't get into the shop on a regular basis like Jeff and I can. So you guys don't know what kind of stuff is rolling through the door and everything like that. So you want to make sure you follow Dan, Riverman Cigar Company, on Instagram and Facebook and whatnot so that you can see all the great things that are coming in. Is he you on know, MeWe? I don't know if he's on MeWe. Okay, we'll have to look into that. I don't know if he's on MeWe. No. Um, I'm barely on MeWe. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I have a MeWe. Yeah. But it's under my name. and Still yeah. holding out for MySpace apparently to reemerge. It's hard to find yeah. my, me because I have a common name. So. Oh, yeah. 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 So, anyway. But, uh, but Riverman Cigar Company is not a common name. No. Nope. So you can search for that and find that on all your favorite social media platforms. And you can follow Dan and see what kind of great cigars he has coming in over there at the shop. And then once you see something you like, just pick up the phone, give Dan or Cindy or Little John or whoever is over there at the time a call. And you can place your order and they will ship a box of cigars to you right away. That's right. And if you're in the St. Louis area, just swing on by and check it out for yourself. You know, Riverman is like one of those like threads that runs through the great tapestry of the history of St. Louis. It's time that we go ahead and cut our cigar. There we go. <laughs> I kind of jacked that up. Oh, my God. You are going to. And look at what happened. What? You, just, you just pulled the ribbon off. And did you actually even cut the cigar? Yes. He kind of did a little bit there. I think that's how it's supposed to be done. I don't. I don't think that's accurate at all. <laughs> but okay, so we've cut the cigar. Let's give this guy a cold draw here. I went ahead and oh, did a cross oh, cut. I was say, you had to do it again, didn't you? I did a cross cut. So we'll go ahead and give this guy a cold draw. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I've been I, drinking I coffee. I've been eating Subway. <laughs> True. I eat fresh. You know? <laughs> Sucking up for a sponsor, are you? Right. I mean, you know. <laughs> You got to turn the logo where it shows. There you go. Now we're on to something. Here. I want to do one of those. I want to do one of those uh, commercials for Sonic. So people can call in to the Ask the Boys Subway Fresh Take Hotline. (laughs) (laughs) It has a good ring to it, doesn't it, Subway? Oh, the hotline has a good ring to it. Oh yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. Undercrown. Cold raw. Hmm. There's a sweetness, like a fruity sweetness, and then I'm also getting like some cocoa. What? Apricots? Dried cherries? Yeah, maybe. Oh, hang on. I'm not getting the cocoa, but I am getting the fruit. I got cocoa. Cold retro. Have you been humidified? Cold retro, by the way, for the folks joining us on the video, is patented by me. And you basically do a cold retro or a cold draw, but you retrohale it through your olfactory senses. I have a question. Okay. How humidified have you kept these? Because, like, my band is sliding off like a horse panties. <laughs> God. <laughs> very and easy. that'll get us the explicit rating very on the YouTubes. Easily. <laughs> Just smoke your cigar. 
Well, it's I've free. T- I've taken the band off of my cigar because I mean, see, I look, know. mine's mine's fine. Mine's free off. Okay, cold retro hill. That's where you get that fruity note. Yeah, you really do. All right, I'm lighting up. Okay, same here. So, give this guy light. And uh, anyway, no, we wanted to try the video thing. Because we don't have enough going on. We just need one more thing. Precisely. Let's make this as complicated as humanly possible. Here's the thing. I think you sound like me. I think some people actually want the video. Now, do I want the video? Yeah. I mean, this is just two fat guys jammed in to a tiny little screen. It's a pilot. It's a it's a work in progress, you know. Um, Me and my drug rug and boxers. You know, preferably we won't be doing it on the back deck of your ex-wife's house if we're doing this on the road. By the way, this is the Jerry Jerry Tobacco, Aladino Mobile Studio. Yeah, we would have a backdrop. I want to have a backdrop. We need it. Even if we do a green screen, we could do that. We would need. uh, Yeah, but then we're going to be all weird if we move. You can always tell when somebody's on a green screen. Yeah, we'll put up like we're on the moon and then we'll go. Anyway. I didn't say it wasn't stupid. No, you know what we could do? We get a green screen and make it look like it's the background of the two guys' studios. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. You're hell-bent on getting sued by Dave Garofalo. Since, since we rip them off on everything else, we might as well just go ahead and rip <laughs> off their studio, too. It's the Studio 22 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One better than yours, Dave. <laughs> you know what we could do? What? We could put up the green screen and then just have Al Roman sitting in between us the whole show just That'd staring at the screen. Funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Rip off the good cigar while we're at it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Better yet, we'll have Melissa instead of Al. There you go. So, okay. So, we've lit up the Underground 10 and got a little bit of, uh, little bit of the smoke going on. I'll tell you, the smoke on this is rolling good yeah it really is i don't know if folks can see it that well with the the way we have the shadow here from the sun on the deck but yeah it's smoking up nicely i'll tell you i've had this one one other time before and um you were recommending this last night in a lounge not one other time before i've had it a couple times before i heard you recommend it to people last night i did because it's good that's why i busted it out i'm glad it's actually why i bought it it's a good cigar and so um, I've had it maybe two or three times now that I think about it. And um, I like it. It's good. It's it, I'm curious as to what your reaction is going to be on it. You think it's too strong for me, don't you? I do think it's going to ultimately prove to be too strong for you. It's my first cigar of the day. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> is it really? I'm not having any issues yet. Okay. No. Well, that's good. What are you getting on it? Anything? Let me do a retro. I'm still getting chocolate chip cookie, because that's the last thing I had. Oh, okay. I was just like, no, I don't joking. get that. I'm kidding. Um, it is the last thing I had, but I've since cleansed my palate with plenty of fresh brewed iced tea from Subway. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so what the? What are you doing? You're like oh. This is how we Sonic. Oh, my God. Anyway. So, okay, <laughs> I didn't so- know their slogan. That's why they need me to do the commercials for them, so it gets out there more, because I didn't know that was their slogan, but it's oh. on the cup. All right. Well, what are you getting on the cigar? Oh, dear God. What are you getting on the cigar? What? <laughs> I just looked. 
Just <laughs> Why are you looking at my crotch? I just glanced, and I didn't mean to look at your crotch, <laughs> but your crotch was there, and uh, you don't have pants on. I, I, have, I have boxers. You have boxers, but that's a <clears throat> lot of pasty white thigh going on like right there. You're and, lucky um, that's all you saw. Oh, God. Anyway. I keep telling you lefty slips out now. That's going to be the real problem with doing video is if I have to sit within a frame with you and everything. And yeah, you're normally on the other side of the table where you can't see through. But yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is going to be problematic. Mm-hmm. We have to buy some bike shorts. <clears throat> Just imagine me in why, spandex. Why, why in the world is bike shorts where you default to? <laughs> why not like, I don't know, pants? Oh. <laughs> Even pajama pants. I'm not a fan of pants. But what what if I just get one of those like Hugh Hefner robes? No, because you're the way you're sitting. Your legs are very spread apart. I have a wide stance. Yeah, it's it's just (laughs) this is not going to end well. This is going to end with me seeing way too much of you, and I just don't want that. I don't even know why you started down this path. The video path? Yeah. (laughs) Fortune and fame. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I'm still How's trying, that working out? <laughs> still, still trying to get to that phase three of profit. So, you know. The underwear gnomes? Yeah. Exactly. So I'm trying. Today, like I said, it's, a, it's an experiment. It's an experiment. We'll see. We'll see. So, okay. So, Jeff, before we get into Ask the Boys, because it's pretty early. Which is, by the way, our call-in segment for our listeners, for anyone watching that's new on YouTube. Right. Okay. We gotta we gotta touch on some of this because we may have new people. We may not put this video out. Well, then it, then it just sounds ridiculous on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, before we get into this, I want to revisit a segment that we did a long while back called "Put a Pin in This." Okay. So we have a couple. Of, we have some pins. We have a couple of items that we need to touch on here. And what this is, guys, for those of you, I think we've done it maybe once. So I'll explain this is what this is, is Jeff and I have conversations. We have lots of conversations and a lot of times they're ignorant, just, just truly, truly ignorant. Yeah. And Jeff at the end of it will always be like, put a pin in this. Let's bring it up on the podcast. Put a pin in this. I do that. And, you know, most of the time I don't because quite frankly, um, the idea of trying to recreate that conversation is just, it, 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 bores me greatly to think that but the other aspect though is um it's hard to it's hard to do it's hard to recreate the back and flow you know it just yeah. it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't go right yeah but i acquiesced there's a couple of points that i did write down that we need to touch on maybe and so here's the first one clothes are cut around you in a casket what are you wearing when you die Naked in heaven? Yes. Okay. So I can explain this. Okay. So uh, what I've learned from morticians over the years is the clothes that you have on when you're in the casket are actually cut out in the back so it's easier for them to put them on. They just tuck them in around you. But when you get to heaven, do they fall off? Are you naked? Are you walking around? Are we all walking around heaven naked like we did in the Garden of Eden? I prefer to think that whatever you die in clothing-wise, is like your afterlife clothing. So, so I could be wearing a drug rug and boxer shorts in heaven. If you have the big one right now, if you have the big heart attack right now, yeah. you're going to be walking around in a stupid drug rug and a t-shirt <laughs> and boxer shorts forever. Okay. With no pants. It's comfortable. I mean, 
I at least have on a sweatshirt and some pants, yeah. you know, so I'm good. Jogging pants. They're jogging. Oh, silent, yeah, the silent, silent J, J, yeah. Um, How but, often uh, do you jog in those? <laughs> they're not really jogging pants, actually. I don't know what these are. They're, they're trainers. Not, they're not sweatpants, but they're not like the like nylon-y tre- sweat, like, tre- sweatpants. Are they the thing. kind you gave up and went to the buffet in? I did go to the buffet in these, actually. <laughs> I did go to the Chinese buffet in these. But you ate like Big Panda. Again, we, neither here I want to point out, we had an adventure this week. We did. That we need to talk about. So I found an auction site for the state of Illinois By the way, where we is, live. This is how these conversations go, is we start on one topic, and next thing you know, we're on a totally different one. It does tend to happen. Having a little burn issue Yeah, there. I was fixing a little run I had. Um... It's a really flaky ash on yes. this undercrown. Pretty, pretty white though. I, I've already and marbled I've up. Already ashed once because it was splitting yeah. like down the middle. And I've got that split. Yeah, I would too. say you've got that split yep. going on too. It's a very flaky ash, and I was worried it was going to end up all over me and the board. So I got on this state like surplus auction site, mm-hmm. and I put a bid in on what what I thought was twenty two iMac computers because. They're the iMacs that Madge would have used at my office. Yes. <coughs> They're the iMacs that Madge would have used at my office. So they would be good to have some extras laying around. Well, I ended up winning the bid, mm-hmm. and Nick was kind enough to drive up to Springfield with me on Friday to go pick up the, you know, my my pirate's booty that I had won and needed to claim. Mostly because I knew it was going to be a shit show trying to watch you cram 22 iMacs into the back end of your FJ Cruiser. Valid. I knew that that was going to be a thing. Valid. I didn't count on how big of a thing it was going to be. That's yeah. what she said. <laughs> so we get up there, and they bring the pallet out. Well, it's 28 IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's 28 IMAX. So, and those extra six, believe it or not, actually do make a difference. A huge difference. So I started playing Tetris with these damn things. Now, let's be real. Half of them are broken. Okay, I don't know if they're necessarily broken, There's but the way they pack them, them, some of the screens well, yeah, banged against yeah. each other. I have a couple of cracked screens and a couple of edges that are frayed. Yeah, because heaven forbid the state of Illinois wrap these things in any kind of bubble wrap when they put them mm-hmm. on the pallet or something like that. Which no. is what we did to put them in the FJ. They're just banging around, yeah. you know, like a stable of horse. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Correspondence to Nick at CigarPulpit.com. <laughs> so we we go get these computers. And we pack them in. So to treat Nick for riding up with me and keeping me, you know, sane and safe from my boredom, I take him to the Chinese buffet. We did. We went to the Chinese buffet. We ate like big pandas. We did eat which like was, big pandas. Which was cool. But then the next day, he didn't get it out of his system and oh. went back to another one. Mm-hmm. That's a here, lot here, of Chinese buffet in two days, thing. buddy. A thing. lot of MSG. Here's the thing. It's not so much the actual buffet I wanted. I wanted the stir fry. You love the hibachi grill. I wanted the portion where you go and you pick out the meats and you pick out the vegetables and yeah. you get that and everything. And you give it to the person and they do it up on the flat top and hit it. I, I would go to that to any of those buffets just for that. I would completely ignore the entire rest of the buffet. You often just do. go for that. I do. Yeah. I mean, I will go for the stir fry portion. Except you do like the bananas in the strawberry sauce. Well, yeah, bananas and strawberry sauce. That's a good time. Yeah. 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 I'll give you that. Yeah. But... um. But yeah, I'll be honest. Most of the time, I'm bored with the rest of the buffet. You know, 
because I don't like the food that sits out forever and ever and ever. You know, it's like chewy and rubbery. And you have to walk along every once gross. in a while and just flip the flip spoon. Yeah. 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 Bring it back to life. And like some of these Chinese buffets, I mean, like it's blowing my mind the amount of American food that's creeping onto the Chinese buffet. Well, you know why? Because you've got picky eaters and you've got kids and things yeah. like that and whatnot. But, dude, that Chinese buffet we went to in Springfield had kielbasa, mm-hmm. mashed potatoes. They actually um, look good, too. Pizza. They had some kind of ham steak I ate. They had waffle fries. Yeah. And, and buffalo chicken wings. Yeah. I mean, it was an amazing assortment of non-Chinese food. It was a giant buffet, though. It was a giant buffet. We had sushi, too, which they, I'm a big fan of. They did have those, like, big honey rolls, though. You love those. Those were good. Yeah. Those were good. But, um, no, I was perfectly fine just with the with the hibachi portion. I mean, I'll be honest. I would eat that all the time. If I could just go and just eat that. Well, because you could I change would, it up. You know, yeah. Yeah. And, may- and I think it's relative. I mean, let's be real. It's not probably the healthiest thing in the world I could eat, but it's relatively healthy. I mean, it's. It's veggies. It's meat and veggies. And, and it's lean. And it's and I get the teriyaki sauce. Yeah. And I don't think it's too bad for you. I mean, probably the sodium. Mm. I would think maybe in the teriyaki in the sauce. sauce. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, and maybe some of the oil that they have to use on the goddamn um, on the flat top grill. I glanced down and I saw your thigh again. Okay, I'm sorry. I, it's hard for me to mentally remember to keep my eyes at or above eye level. So back to naked in heaven, <laughs> which I think we're all going to be walking around like we were, you know, or we're supposed to be in the Garden of Eden until they ate the apple. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with fine that. with it. I mean, let's be real. There's people I want to see naked, and so if I got to wait till heaven to Am do Am I something. one of them? No. Okay. No. Wanted to clarify that. No. No, no. Didn't want any gray area there. No. So what's our next pin? So the next pin that we need to talk about <laughs> is lavender paste, hunks of jelly, Jeff's PBJ. Okay. So I brought this up to Nick the other day. By the way, circling back onto the, uh, the uh, naked in heaven thing real quick, before we get into lavender paste. Okay. I, there was one other aspect of that that I wanted to touch on, and and we, I believe we've talked about this on the show a long, long time ago, and it came up in a conversation I was having, and I wanted to to circle back to this to see, it, you know, it, what thanks the, Jen Saki. what the current thoughts are okay. on this. Well, I'm actually circling back to it. Yeah, you actually are. <laughs> anyway, um, wait, are you saying circle back's a way to say shut the hell up? I'm not going to talk about it. Because that's kind of how it works. That's White House speech. Yeah, exactly. But in in my terms, I'm actually circling back to it with the intention of talking about it. I wonder it if they're going to circle back on the whole uh, inflation and gas prices. So, if you're <laughs> sleeping and you're dreaming. Okay. Let's say you're having an intense dream. I've done that. And you die. The big one hits. You okay. die. Just takes you out right there. Okay. You know, as you're sleeping, as you're dreaming. Yeah. Does your dream just continue forever, or does it go black, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, buddy, welcome to heaven, you know? Like, how does that go? Like, let's say you're, okay. I'm gonna I guess you- we could ask James Gandolfini. Oh. That just oh. goes to black. Oh. I like the Sopranos. I thought that, you'd like a Sopranos actually, reference. That actually kind of hurt, though, because it was like, <laughs> it reminded me that he's dead, and that's sad. Um, no. Um, <laughs> damn. Rattled me there. No. So, like, no, seriously. Like, 
let's say you're having a dream. I'm going to give you two dream examples. The first one are is, these ones that you, these about your alien abductions? No, these okay. are these are a good dream and a bad dream. So, like, if you're having a sex dream, oh dear God, why do you bring this stuff up with me? But like, if you're having a sex dream, are you just having sex forever, or are you, um, or does it just cut out in the middle of it, and all of a sudden there's, you know, Saint Peter, and you're at the pearly gates, and you got to explain the dream to him to get in. <laughs> I mean, I would, it'd be awkward. It would be awkward, especially if you're naked. Think about it. Yeah. Are you still rocking or whatever? I mean, you know what I mean? Did you just did you <laughs> the reference? I think you did. I'm just saying. Right there at the pearly gate. God uh, bless. Got to calm down a little bit before you get into heaven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you die when you're having sex, does it stay that way? I mean, rigor, but that doesn't kick in right away. But I'm just saying. How awkward would that be? I got to ask a funeral director How now. I got to know. How awkward would that be for the other person that literally in the middle of sex, they die? Yeah. Think about that for a minute. You're having sex with a woman and she dies like right there or you die. How how traumatic is that for her? Well, I mean, if I'm the one that survives, I'm going to kind of high five myself. Oh, God. I must have really done it right. Oh, my God that wrong mm-hmm. yeah that's horrible jeff it does happen that's though. actually really horrible it does happen no i know it happens but think about how traumatic that would be you know you're like right in the middle of that and then all of a sudden it's just like necrophilia well that's that's <laughs> the question do you stop or do you finish yes you stop you stop do you stop you stop i stop <laughs> you're never gonna know till you know I hope I never know. <laughs> I hope to God I never know. We can't put this on YouTube. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> this is nothing. Um, yeah, I think a discussion about necrophilia is something. Nah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, but then my other my other example, the dream where you show up at school and you're in the hallway at your locker. And you can't get your locker combination, and you're naked. Yeah. The other one, the I other, mean, the other caveat does that, to that just continue forever is when you're trying to get to class, and the hallway keeps extending out. Uh huh. I've had that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show up, and you don't have your homework. They feel really real too. Show up, and you don't have even. It. No, I even know. late in life, like I haven't had it in a, in several years, but there were times in my late twenties and thirties, I was still having dreams about like. High school stuff like that, like not being able to figure which, out the locker combo. Okay, which that's that like, was that one. I don't know what the premise of that or what the, the now, thought is on that one, but I've had take, it. And that's taking me down another rabbit hole now. Where oh, I'm God. starting to think about. Are like, we ever going to get back to lavender paste? Yeah, at some point here. Um, but like, well, we still have asked the boys. So like my other thing that I'm thinking about is, you know, how traumatic is high school? That people in their 20s and 30s are still having traumatic dreams oh, about fucking, it. I fucking hated my high school. Like, that's the thing. What are we doing to I our was youth? In, what are we doing to our youth I was school? in a giant class of jocks, and I was a little, kind of an artsy, shy kid. You know, real strict Baptist, and just got tortured by those motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, and I just, I, it was funny. Several years later, and I don't remember if it was the 20th reunion or which one it was, but I got a call from one I of never, the girls in my class. I never went to any of my reunions. And she calls me and she says, hey, you know, we're having our reunion. And I said, why would I go to that? I hated all of those people. 
And, you know, not, not I say all, not all. There yeah. was about six people in my class that I liked. I loved the class above me, loved the class below me. Yeah. But my class were assholes. Okay. By and large. And I said, well, why would I go to that? I said, I hated those people. And she goes, oh, Jeff, you have to get over that. And my response to her was, no, no, no Tammy, I don't. I don't. I don't have to get over that. No. Fuck off. I'm not going to pay for your beer party. <laughs> <laughs> so no. needless to say, I did not go to my reunion. I, I have not gone to a single one, and I have no intention of going to any of mine. My theory on high school is if I kept in touch with you, I liked you. If I didn't, yeah, I really I, don't know, care what happens to I, you. I would go so far as to say I've, I've reconnected with a few people on like Facebook. Yeah. You know, my friend Troy and others. That, that I wasn't, you know, didn't stay close with after graduating. And yeah. it's nice to catch up with them and see what they're doing and their families and things like that. But but there's a lot of truth to that. The people that I liked, again, in the class above me and below me, we still get together and do things. We go yeah. shooting. We go camping. We we hang out, you know, a couple of times a year just to stay in touch. Yeah. So, yeah. Lavender paste. All right. So, yeah, let's get to lavender paste. Okay. What the hell is lavender paste there, buddy? Okay. So... Many years ago, I learned that if I take the peanut butter and the jelly, and instead of putting the peanut butter on one side, one piece of bread, and the jelly on the other, and then trying to eat the sandwich where the jelly is oozing out of the sandwich, and and I think we've all had that happen to us, haven't we? Yeah. I take it. No, no. Let's back up. You just agreed. I was reading something, and I wasn't paying attention. No. (laughs) I cannot say that I've had... A peanut butter and jelly sandwich where I end up having, like, chunks of jelly falling all over Oh, it place. happens. You it's, know why? it's a real thing. Because when I'm creating my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'm very meticulous about the creation. You've got to smear a lot of peanut butter. Yes. And then in the jelly side, you can put a lot of jelly, but you got to center it. you got to do, like, a little, like, in the center of the but bread. But it still tends to, to ooze edge. out. Not unlike the ketchup and mustard on a edge. burger. Not if you're careful. Well... I mean, it might take a little bit of licking along the edge, you know, like if it's going to ooze out. You Are we just... still talking about sandwiches? So if it's going to ooze out. You anyway, folks, little, like, I'm just going to ignore him and go into this. <laughs> Look at the, the horrible shadow I have right across my face. Yeah. So that's the problem. Yeah. Here. You can't see me here. You on, can't. Doing it on the deck like this. It's like so the lighting is not good. what I do is I take my peanut butter and jelly in the proper proportions, and then I whip it together with a spoon like in a coffee mug. Or a, or a bowl. Hence the lavender paste. Yeah, hence the lavender paste. And then I smear that on the sandwich generously uh-huh. and eat it, and I don't have to worry about the chunks of jelly falling off. Uh-huh. And I've had people tell me that I'm a savage for that. Like, to my face, they watch me do it, and they're appalled. But it works. So if it works, why not use it? I don't think you're a savage for it. It's just not something I've ever thought to do. Yeah. They had it one time. Hey, speaking of something we didn't think to do that we probably should. What's that? Real quick. Retro hail. Okay. We haven't retro hailed yet. I did one earlier. Did you? Yeah, I did one. <coughs> peppery. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. It was where, peppery on, on, on out of the gate when I first tried it. That's the black pepper. Oh, man. I'm going to have to deband my undercrown. Oh, man. That's like hanging in there, too. That, it's it's a like it. strong black pepper on the I retro kind hill. of like it. Strong black pepper on the retro hill. Still getting kind of the cocoa-y kind of earthy notes I from never, the cigar. I haven't gotten the cocoa. That's weird. I don't know. Our palates have been completely off the last couple of weeks. It could also be the remnants of the chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> God damn it. I forgot about that. 
The guy comes over with 18 inch, inches of Subway, well, chocolate chip cookies, and two bags of chips. I chip. bought a sandwich for later. Don't, you know, shame me and make make it sound like I ate like a foot long and a half. And a sitter watch you shove 18 I inches of sandwich a down foot your gullet. Long sandwich, and I got some chips, and I ate a cookie. Okay, but I saved two cookies <laughs> and the six inch for later. Okay. It's right there. It's literally right there. We can oh, show the people if we want. There's nothing there. He's I, making that I up. Show the people if you wanted. My beard looks much worse in the sun. I mean, it doesn't look good in the shade either. But. Yeah, you look homeless all the way around. So That's yeah. Like, so you're next ash time in your drink. I probably am. Next time, <laughs> next time you guys make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, try to make the lavender paste and see how that works out. Okay. And I think you're gonna thank me. All right. Well. Lavender paste. Lavender paste. Well, that's been put a pin in this, so why don't we go ahead and get to Ask the Boys. Okay. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner! You got a question. You ask the apple. Come on, sucker. <laughs> Let's get it on. And there it is. You just almost... You ash in your coffee, didn't you? <laughs> Why were you taking the band off of your cigar over your coffee? It won't come off. Oh, it's gi- two bands. When That's you why. Had a giant ash going. Well, now I know why. It's actually two bands. Yes. No wonder I was having trouble. You had trouble. a giant ash going, and you're taking the band off over your coffee. It didn't fall in. I had one piece Bullshit. on the edge. There has to be Look, some ash. Is there in any in there? Yes, there's fucking particulate floating all up in there. Let's Look see. at that. I don't see anything. Those are coffee grounds. Okay. Speaking of particulates and drinks. No, that's not. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of particulates and drinks, I want to give a little shout out here real quick to a guy that we met last night at uh, when we were hanging out over at Lit Cigar Lounge in Crestwood, or, uh, Chesterfield. 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 Our new friend, Shelby. Shelby. and um, What a nice cat. He's a 25-year-old guy. He's in town doing his uh, residency over there at Barnes. He's a physical therapist, yep. I think. Yep, and uh, he's he's getting ready to. He's doing a little bit of time here. He'll be leaving here soon. I think soon. he said beginning of December, yep. wasn't it? Headed to California to, to continue his rotation. And then as soon as he's done with his his residency in California, he's going back home to Oklahoma to you know be with his bride and their dogs. And he showed his pictures of his lovely wife. Oh yeah, and if he knew us better, he wouldn't do that. But. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Shelby. Um, but his father-in-law smoked cigars. Sorry, Shelby's wife. And so he, uh, you know, he was he was telling us a little bit about that. But also had, pictures and video of the dogs. Yeah, the dog was the cool. dog was cool. The yeah. dog was cool. But he um, was telling us about his father-in-law smoking cigars and how you know he started smoking cigars and he's relatively new and everything. Yep. So we were kind of giving him some some pointers, you know, like he uh, kind of struggled a little bit with lighting his cigar. So we kind of taught him a little bit about that, length so, of smoke, you know, time. Smoking as it was and, going on, like we're giving him all these, like what we consider pro tips, or what did he call them? Pearls, uh, yeah, pulpit, it was, it pulpit was pearls, some, something pearls. Um, well, he said it, he compared it to like bits of knowledge that they get at the hospital, yeah. and they call those like you know, something or other pearls. And yeah, so then we started saying that these were pulpit pearls, you yeah. know, that we were given. Now, it reminded me of the time that Michael Scott was on the office teaching the girl how to do algebra because we just we just screwed him up for cigar smoking the rest of his life. Not really. In that two hours we were there we with gave him. gave him some good information. Yeah. Well, at least we what we think is good information. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you taught him how to light, which was yeah. which was really good. 
And he was smoking a little fast. I taught him how to smoke a he, drink. He was smoking that EP Carrillo Pledge, and he was smoking a little fast. So, yep. we talked so he had about, a weird burn line. Yeah, about like you know how you got to slow down your smoking and things like that and whatever. And how you smoke like a Lancero as opposed to a uh-huh, Toro or uh-huh. whatnot. Yeah. That was it. Was a lot of fun. He was a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Had a good time with Shelby. So anyway, so we wanted to give a shout out to Shelby. Yay! Yay! So anyway, it is that time for Ask the Boys, where we answer listener questions, and you guys can get your questions into us by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero, and we will go ahead and jump right in to the first question. Okay. Nick, Gator, Frank again. Frank, Listen to the Frank. Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? The Tuesday episode. And uh, you guys are on the question um, from the guy from Wyoming about vacations and talking about Disney. It seems like I always have these fun facts from jobs I worked. Um, I actually used to work for Disney World as a lifeguard, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to where my parents are part of the vacation club. So I've been there probably once a year. Daddy's talking to more important men. Um, sorry, my daughter. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be down there probably once a year since I was seven. Um, and you guys are talking about how the smokers are designated to these back alleys. It's kind of funny that given the fact that Walt Disney was a heavy smoker and that actually ended up is what killed him in the end. Oh, wow. Um, also, if you notice too, a Disney cast member will never point with one finger. Yep. To any direction. They, they always point finger. with two fingers. We were always told that it was because it was nobody likes being pointed point. at if you mistakenly point at somebody else. Yep. So um, but the theory is that since he always had a cigarette in his finger, he would always point with a cigarette hand with the cigarette in it, and that's how the two-finger thing came to be. Oh. Um, so my question is off of that. What is your favorite Disney character? Mine is uh, Mary Poppins for uh, obvious reasons. Well, say Smokey. Have a good one. Obvious reasons, or, or are we lusting over Mary Poppins? I like Sherry Bobbins better. I would like to point out that I really hope he wasn't a lifeguard at that time when that kid met that alligator. Oh my! Oh my God! Because that would have been really—that was a horrible thing. It really was. By the way, and I so want to point out. It wasn't as <laughs> crass as Nick is being. I want to point out. I too worked at Disney. Ish. I worked for Disney. Ish. Ish. I worked for the Disney Corporation. Ish. You worked for a subsidiary of a subsidiary of the Disney Corporation. That was owned by the Disney Corporation. <laughs> like, you worked for a newspaper in Belleville that happened to, for a hot minute, be owned by Until they realized they owned us and then sold us and immediately. Sold you yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. Michael so, Eisner, I think it was, came to visit us. And I remember he walked through the office and we all had to sit there, you know, and do our little salute kind of thing and, you know, act proper at our desks. He walks out of the room, and I turned around, and I looked at one of the guys behind me, and I said, how long till they sell us? And he goes, we got a month. Uh-huh. And sure shit, we did. Yeah. <laughs> it was over and done. Um, he was in town for a Mighty Ducks game, actually, in St. Louis. Well, there you go. Yeah. And yeah, I've heard that about the point. The, they point with two fingers. It's like a, that it was, they, they consider it rude or whatever to point with one finger, so they always do the two Interesting. Finger, two finger point. I, I did not know that. Also, if they ever, if you listen on the radios... If there's ever a call for a protein spill, that means somebody has thrown up. Ah, okay. Yes. Protein spill equals vomit at Disney. Could be something else. I mean. 
You know, get somebody, little, somebody get, get excited in my Magic Mountain there. Frank met uh, Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, as for favorite Disney characters, um, I like Scar. Okay. 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 Going for the bad guy there, huh? <laughs> um, I uh, maybe the witch. My favorite in any movie, Disney movie. My favorite movie is probably The Emperor's New Groove. Because it's actually really funny. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, dude, you would love it. It's got putty. Oh, from Seinfeld? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. He plays uh, Gronk or Kronk. He was also Kronk. Tick, by Kronk. the way. Kronk. Kronk, I think is his name. He was also Tick. But anyway, um, but uh, and John Goodman's in that, too. But is anyway, he, really? he is. Um, and David Spade. Um, but uh, I like David Spade. But in terms of just like character, I like Chippendale. You like the Chippendales, okay? No, we got like, that on the record. I like Chip and Dale, the two little chipmunks. So not, you like, you like me, the Chippendales, not men in speedos with bow ties. I like the chipmunks. Oh, yes. Okay. Anyway, yeah. All right. Then were they related to Alvin in any way? Different chipmunks. Okay, but well, I mean they're probably all related somehow. Mm-hmm. You would think. And genetically, I mean they're all chipmunks. Exactly. So, all right. My next, point. Next question from Frank. He called twice. Nick Gator. Frank again. Um, I'm still listening to Tuesday's episode, and it seems like you guys are desperate for content. So that's why <laughs> you do the Ask Boys segment. To As always. Um, my question is, we would you rather? About lavender paste. Would you true. rather do the first 10 minutes of a blowjob or the last 10 seconds of a blowjob? Oh, Can't wait to hear your answer. Have that's, a good one. That's a neither or. And I think we haven't done this in a little while. I think it's time. Time to go ahead and uh, initiate the Adam Protocol. Red alert. In that last 10 seconds there, uh, Frank, we got some lovely parting gifts for you, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Protein spill. (laughs) Anyway. Meet us at Magic Mountain. (laughs) Next call here. What's up, guys? It's Alan checking in. Alan. I've got a specific question for each of you this week. Oh, Nick, God. I'm going to go first with you. Uh, we all love Aladino. They sponsor the show, and they make some of the best products on the market, in my hey, opinion. Amen. Uh, just curious if you have a favorite Aladino. I'm going with the Vintage Selection Lancero. It's just got great notes of cinnamon and cedar yeah, and espresso. Killer cigar, man. Killer, killer cigar. And uh, Gator, my question to you. What kind of fucking homophobic agenda are you pushing, man? You telling me that you want to stroke the old salami on Michael Jordan in exchange for millions of dollars and the ability to drop 63 in a fucking playoff game? Got it, He'd have to cough up his wallet for me to stop tickling his pickle. (laughs) Get your shit together. Alan, you just fucking nailed that Alan, one, dude. That's exactly what I'm telling you. So I'm sticking to my guns. I mean, Alan nailed it right there. Dude, you have the ability to make so much money just off the basketball just skills. waste it. And then on top of it, like he said, you'd be the man that, that's just... That, that thr- jacked off Michael Jordan. Throwing freaking points like crazy, scoring championship rings. Yeah, but there's always going to be that asterisk behind my name. Idol, like you care about asterisks, and we're not going to get into what I mean about that, but you know exactly (laughs) what I mean about that. 
So it, no, so seriously, like, I mean, it's come like on. the Jordan version it's of Andro. It's a freaking hand job. I mean, let's be real. If it were a blow job or more, I'd have an issue. But come on, a hand job is like that that that's a small price to pay for the abilities of Michael Jordan. I admit it, folks. I'm yes, I'm out. No. Anyway, um, hey, now, hold on. All right, out. he is officially tapped out. Now, okay. Going back to the question, and I love how I get the Aladino question. You get that, right? And I love it so much. Um, for me, it's it's a it's a seasonal release. I love the Aladino Corojo Reserva number four. Yep, comes out every November. And guys, you know the Aladino Corojo Reserva. If you do it in the Robusto, it normally it it's the I think the Robusto is the best size for that cigar normally. Um, You're not a robusto guy. I'm not a robusto guy, but man, it just packs in the flavor, packs in that 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 corojo spice and everything else to it. But but when you get it in the number four, which is just a little littler than the robusto, yeah, it just packs it in that much more. It's just an intense little flavor bomb. It's the I I think it's the best one um, that they put out, and now, so I happens, always try and stock up on the number fours throughout that, that season that they're available. What happens if at some point they come out with a number three? I mean... Is that, that just crazy talk? That's, that's just crazy talk. <laughs> We're not going to even acknowledge okay, that kind of Okay, he didn't talk. ask me, but I'm going to volunteer. Oh, okay. I happen to love, love, love basically any of the Cameron. You, you know, last you night, did. last night uh-huh. at the lounge we were at over at Lit uh, here in St. Louis, I actually uh, had, and, and Shelby did with us, the three of us had. It's because I bought them. The yes. Elegante, <laughs> or as you called it, the Lancero. But yeah, you did. That was very nice of you. Yeah. Well, but, we, were, I, we were talking yeah. about how to get flavor off a cigar, how to cut and light a cigar and everything like that. Yeah. And so I figured, you know, I'd go ahead and treat Shelby to one. And I figured, well, if I'm going to treat him to one, then I might as well you felt obligated get one for you as well. I'm so. telling you right now, you can't beat that Cameroon tobacco. No. Anyway. Anyway. Um, speaking of tobacco, before we move on to more questions, it looks like uh, we've got uh, quite a few of them coming up here from Teddy. Um, oh God! Uh, we're I am down to the final third Same here. of my um, Undercrown tenth uh, anniversary cigar. Here, what are you getting on the cigar? It's it's really good. Um, the uh, spice, the peppers, building up a little bit here in the mm. in the final third. I'm enjoying it. Good cigar. I'll tell you, it's not it's not oppressive like I thought it was. No, gonna be. it's it's a, it's a it's it's a heavy cigar in terms of like its its body and everything like that. I think, but. It's uh, it's smoking really, really well. I, I will say we're lucky we have a decent breeze out here because if the smoke was lingering, we'd be choking to death because it's, it's putting off a it's ton of smoke. Out a ton. Yeah. So, want to do a final third retro hail here? Okay. Okay. We'll do that. Let me do one. Ugh. Still has that black pepper note to it. Yeah. Very oh, distinct. Man. Very distinct. Yeah, it's Very, good. And it's hanging on and lingering. Oh, my gosh, for quite some time. Yeah, it's good. Um, but it's no, good. it's a good cigar. So, all right, moving on to the next question here. First from Teddy. Hey, guys, this is AK, This is Teddy, a.k.a. The Smoking Gorilla on Instagram. Teddy. Or you can find me at Teddy Gorilla on Instagram as well, too. Teddy. Even though I'm not going to be posting too much of anything for the next 30 days or so because of, um, well, Let's just say just um, uh, 
working out, training things. You Teddy's, know, Teddy's in Facebook jail. Trying to get better. You know what I mean? But anyway, anyway, I'm going to be catching up on a lot of y'all episodes while I'm Can't working out and while I'm going through this whole 30-day thing and everything to try to go ahead and improve body, mind, and spirit and everything like that. But don't don't fret. I am actually Wait. in a great place. Good spirits. All Everything's all good. Of course, feeling a crunch of holidays, but, you know, that's a whole other story. Anywho. Teddy's God, doing self question Because I'm going to probably be sending y'all a whole shitload of questions just for the fact that I'm going to be catching up on a lot of y'all episodes for the past Good. Uh, three, four weeks, maybe. Oh, my. And Hello, listen Teddy. to the latest one. The one that you just did dropped on Friday. I got one debatable question. Uh-oh. Is it pronounced caramel or caramel? Caramel. Caramel or caramel? I thought it was I caramel. I, I say caramel, but... Anyway, and as far as the caramel ding dong, hey uh, Jeff, that's all you, buddy. I uh, <laughs> hope that you had that great time in Tijuana and everything that time because that's inside. just not right. Anywho, y'all guys, stay blessed, stay smoky, <laughs> and I will probably be sending you about maybe twenty more questions uh, throughout the whole series of listening to y'all uh, podcast. So anyway, guys, everybody, stay smoky. Y'all have a great one. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye. So. And by the way, anybody that's down in Memphis, you got to look up Teddy and go have a cigar with him. He's a great do. guy. So the reason I was just looking for the box here is because I wanted to see it does is it spelled C A R A M E L? I don't know. Or is it R M? Because if it's R A M, I can understand the caramel. But if it's caramel, you know what I mean? Like, is is there is that a present or is that a not present? Maybe that, it's silent. I I've always just said caramel. You mm-hmm. know, I, caramel. I, I, but I, caramel. I could. I I, mean, I like the. I like how it hits the ear. Potato, potato, caramel, caramel, whatever. Let's so. call the whole thing. Off. All right. Next question from Teddy. Hey guys, it's Teddy, aka the Smoking Gorilla, and all that bullshit. Anywho, I was uh, <laughs> going to ask y'all a very random ass question just for the sheer fact that I was just thinking about it for some strange ass reason. I guess this is why we call it random. If you had the choice of making a fortune cookie and you wanted to put a message in that fortune cookie, what would be the message that you would put in that fortune cookie for somebody to pick up, crack open, and say, what the fuck? My question or my... um, fortune would probably be um guess what that was not chicken anywho i would like to i, I can't wait to hear y'all guys answers or anybody else's answers and uh again y'all stay blessed stay smoky and uh keep snacks coming uh jeff because uh lord knows uh you can afford to eat all those fucking snacks and no he can't <laughs> no. And, and no and all that crap and everything and hopefully like i say that um, did great offense to your the bidet won't be broken or you know won't break a or sink or anything like that eating all those damn snacks i thought Teddy anyway liked y'all stay blessed. They, you know what i just realized <laughs> i just i'm gonna tell y'all to stay blessed and i just got through like cussing out or saying a lot of cuss words so anyway y'all have a fucking great day and uh stay smoky guys <laughs> hello Later. teddy it's okay um. Oh, you know what my cookie would be? What would your cookie be? Blowjob. Blowjobs need enthusiasm. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, and then you add the in bed. 
It's perfect. There's some truth to that. Now, you got a cookie. I was going to say, I want to point out. That's, this was timely. This actually was timely. Yeah. So so just yesterday, I went to the Chinese buffet again. As, as we referenced as we earlier. Referenced earlier. Yeah. And I got a fortune. And it was pretty dark. I yeah, thought it was. Yeah, fucking was. I thought it was pretty dark. <laughs> so I'm going to read my fortune from yesterday. Yeah. Be cautious while walking in darkness alone. Now, I'm pretty sure my cookie just threatened my life. Yeah. Um, I think that's how that went down. I'm pretty sure. That's how I took it. But, yeah, be cautious while walking in darkness alone. Well, you got to understand the people writing the fortune cookies have to deal with ninjas and whatnot. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, now, I'll also say that during my, my stint in politics, I always thought... That's that, going to get me erased, by the way. The the woke people are going to come after me for yeah, the ninja you comment. Just, you just yeah. made a comment yeah. there. I just erased myself. Um, but anyway, my during my stint in politics, you know, there's parades. You go to parades, yeah. and you throw candy to the masses, and yeah. you tell them to vote for whoever. Sometimes right? you crap yourself before the parade, too. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I, uh, not going to go in, not going to elaborate on that, are you? No, no. We don't have time for that. So We've talked about that on the show before. I... Uh, I always thought it would be cool for a candidate to do custom-made fortune cookies. Where oh, the, yeah. Where the fortune would be. You should not give this idea away. This is gold. Nah, you know what? At this point, I'm out of politics. So it's like the, the fortune would be, you will vote for whoever, and mm-hmm. the lucky numbers would be the election date. Oh, see. And then you toss those out, and everybody gets that. and everything. I think that would be a fantastic, really creative gold. little item. Absolute people, gold. I think people would remember that. Yep. It'd be expensive. Yeah. But I think it would be a really creative. I don't think it would be that expensive. I think you can get custom-made fortune cookies. Versus going and buying a bag of Tootsie Rolls. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you know, but it's but, a great walk card. But that would be that. In now, cookie form. Now, in terms of what my personal fortune would be, I, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I can't come up with something good. Yeah. But but I've had some fortune cookie. I mean, I had those two things. You know, They're fortune cookie related. That was timely. It was it was good. That call worked out well, Teddy. Thank right. you. Good good job, Teddy. You got two more calls here, Teddy. So coming up for call number three from Teddy. Hey, fellas. This is a.k.a. Teddy the, uh, the Gorilla, um, the smoking gorilla off IG, or just known as uh, Teddy. Anywho, I was, again, fingering asked another random-ass question, and I don't know why this – came up and everything like that. Well, I know why, because of the holidays. Um, Teddy's obsessed with this. I love it. It's coming around. Well, Christmas coming around the corner and everything like that. And, you know, everybody's probably, my neighborhood's already putting up um, decorations and lights and everything like that uh, and all that good stuff. One thing that come to mind is the movies, especially all the crappy-ass movies that they show on Lifetime and other um, networks and everything like that. That is just Walmart. pure crap. But my wife enjoys the hell out of them. But uh, but of all the movies that always come on on the ho- during uh, Christmas uh, during Christmas, I've always had two movies that I've always watched. Always, and I mean, like I don't care how many times I've seen it. I know I watch it religiously, and I probably like put it on repeat just to watch it, especially if they have marathons and stuff. Anywho, it's two movies. One of them is a Christmas story, of course. You know, with the with Ralphie and everything like that, and the and uh, shooting your eye out type shit and everything like that. And the other one is, um, oh god, damn, I can't remember the damn name of the movie now. Shit, it's literally your second uh, favorite Christmas movie. Tell crap. Um, who's in bro- it? Ah, shit. Uh, who's in what's it? Damn, what's, ah, damn, what's the name of that damn? Really, movie? Teddy. 
I'm well, so disappointed. Um, What's your second favorite Christmas? Show movie? notes, oh, Teddy. Crap. I, I really honestly can't remember. Oh, it's a wonderful life. Damn, damn. Get out of my head. Okay, all right. Clarence so and the bell. And, yeah, story. angels. Anywho, with that being said, what movies are, if you watch any movies at all, that you have to watch on Christmas or Christmas Eve or whatever the case may be? I, what is the staple I movie? I got the answer. And before anybody else say it, too, there is one third honorable mention, I guess we'll call it this. And that's um, Die Hard, the first Die Hard. Yep. I don't care what anybody say. That's a fucking Christmas movie. Amen. Amen. And y'all take care. Have a smoky day. And, uh, hey, um, guys, enjoy enjoy y'all uh, fucking coffee. Hopefully y'all have a – ooh, I wonder if Nick got a – I wonder if they're going to have a Christmas blend. Oh, well, they got pumpkin spice, but, you know, that's for white people. Probably going to have peppermint in it. Anyway, guys, y'all stay smoky, and I'm sure that was probably about as racist as it gets, but, you know, hey, whatever. Fuck y'all. Anyway, (laughs) have a great one. Smoky. Stay smoky, and, uh, (laughs) fuck y'all. I'm going to tell y'all to have a blessed one. All right, have a good one, guys. Teddy tickled himself. That's awesome. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, that goes without without saying. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I mean. You know what my other go-to is? The best one. Krampus. What? Krampus. Okay. National Anthem's Christmas <laughs> Kramp- Vacation. Krampus is a great Christmas movie, dude. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? No. Oh, dude. You got to make that your mission this holiday season to watch Krampus. Mm. Talk about a fucked up Christmas movie. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. That and the Garfield Christmas special. I always love it when, I they, do love when, they, when they plug in the Christmas tree and all of John's family is always like, ooh, and they do the lips thing and everything. It's always really fun. Ah. And then Odie makes that back scratcher for Garfield and it's really sweet. I've never seen it. Anyway. You know what else depresses me? And I know you love them. But the Peanuts movies, the Halloween, the Christmas, they're so depressing. They're cute. They're depressing as hell. They're cute. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So Krampus is your answer. Have you ever seen it? You've no. never seen it. No. You've got to watch Krampus. Final dude. question from Teddy. Hey, fellas. This is Teddy, a.k.a. the Smoking Gorilla on Instagram. Well, I got another damn question. This time. <laughs> it's kind of stupid. All right. So here we go. The question is this. Well, no, it's not even a question. It's actually more of a suggestion to all the parishioners out there, and I want y'all to make sure you do this. If you have Spotify or have a podcast that you listen to, or you have a um, thing that you listen to with your podcast with, and you have the ability to speed it up or listen to it at a oh, half speed or, you know, kind of like speed it up 1.5 or whatever like that, because I got this um, idea from uh, Nick from My Monthly Cigars. Thanks, thanks a lot, guy. To catch up on a lot of different podcasts, I have to listen to them at a certain at a higher speed, so that way I can kind of catch up and you know won't drown out you know about two hours of my time just you know listening to uh, snacks or yeah. eating or listening to <laughs> fat guys uh, eating snacks. Which comes to this point here, guys, if you get a chance and you have a way to speed up your podcast listening, listen to them eating snacks. Faster. Oh, that's got to be funny as shit. It almost sounds like something else is going on and everything like that. And the fact that they had a Friday show talking about how they um, love the chocolate cherries and the caramel ding dongs, it made me wonder: uh, Are they down for the brown? You know, are they really? You know, are we going? Are we going into that whole realm and everything like that? Because I mean, like interracial. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ew. Uh, guys, y'all stay smoky and uh, have a great one. What can Brown Later. do for you? Uh, 
Okay. Well, yeah. So, okay. Apparently, it's funny to listen to us at fast speed. So, <laughs> um, okay. Well. Kristen just brought the dogs out. We should get her on camera to say hi for her birthday. I really don't think she wants that. No, she wants to do that. No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. No. It's her birthday. I don't think she wants that. Well, we'll see when she comes back don't up. Don't pressure that. I'm going to ask. Don't make me edit shit. <laughs> I'm serious. Anyway. Why so right. bitter? Because I don't want to fucking edit so anything. So much hostility. I don't want to edit anything. I've got and like three minutes I... left, and then I have to leave. No. All right. Well, we got more questions. I'm going here. to a Christmas dinner. More questions. Kristen, you want to come over and say hi on camera? No, you, she really does Just come over and wave for your birthday. I know she does She does. Oh, she she's really going doesn't. to. No, she's going to the door. It's our uh, new YouTube. We're testing. Yeah. We're throwing YouTube into the mix. God damn it, Jeff. All right. Here, come over and say hi oh real quick. Oh, God. The listeners want to say she hi for your birthday. Really Here, you're going to lean in. Okay. <laughs> there she yeah, is. She can, yeah. There she is. There's the ex. <laughs> oh, my God. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kristen. <laughs> See, I get a thank you. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I got to right. head out to the to the uh, birthday dinner here yeah. in a few minutes. I thought you were, like, going after. They were going to go, and then you were going to catch up. Well, yeah, but it's still 3. We're eating at 3 o'clock. Again, they were going to go, and you were going to catch up. Yeah, I'll catch up. So, okay, so we got a few more questions. Okay, here. let's let's, let's hit it. Speed this along. Rapid fire. Jeff has shit what, to do. What, you know, instead of the listener speeding up the podcast, why don't we just record it at a faster speed? I don't think we can do that. So, if you quit dicking around and let me... All right. <laughs> hey, boys. Kingston from Wyoming. Uh, hey, Kingston. Last week's call. Did not mean to hit a nerve with the retro hills. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we can continue our relationship um, <laughs> in a copacetic manner. Um, no offense taken. Don't really have yeah. too much of a question. Uh, one would be I'm just I'm right now smoking a Southern Draw Kudzu. Ooh, I smoked a house brand from Zeal Cigars. Which, by the way, do you have any thoughts on the YouTube thing? Watching any YouTube people that you watch? I'm kind of trying to get off it, honestly. But do you guys watch the YouTube videos from people doing cigar stuff? We just started one. There that I should watch anybody that has good insights? There's my question. And then I had a uh, crowned head Juarez, um, a short little guy. Okay. Like a short Robusto. All were delicious. And hope you guys are having a good week. Space Later. So it's kind of ironic he's talking about getting off the YouTubes as we're like literally we're, we're trying, actually, yeah. trying to it's put our to pilot YouTube. see if we can put together a YouTube <laughs> thing to go along with this. But um, A companion piece, as it were. Yeah. In terms of YouTube watching, I, and this is going to sound really like kind of weird considering like I'm looking at the prospect of branching us out into that. Yeah. Is that I don't really do a lot of YouTube watch. Not like she needs a, by the way, I want to point out the folks watching know I've actually put the nub of my cigar into my pipe and I'm finishing it up. You yeah, had to get rid of yours. I, I finished mine. Mine was down The pipe's a great way to a finish a cigar bit. nub. Yeah. Anyway. That's true. So I'm doing um, that as we speak. But anyway, in terms of uh, YouTube watching, I don't really do a lot like, of YouTube watching. Like we need to promote her because she, <laughs> we've begged her to come on the show and she hasn't. But Delicia puts out a lot of good YouTube content. She does. The I Cigar mean, Vixen. You know. Every once in a while, I'll watch it. I don't I don't watch it on the regular. I watched the tour of her humidor a couple of years ago. I watched when she smoked that big giant cigar. I think of everybody in the country did. watched that. Yeah, she, she'll she be like 
5,000 views on every other video, and that one had like 340,000 or something. Yeah. Every once in a while, every once in a while when I'm feeling like, you know, like it, I'll, I'll, instead of listening to the Cigar Authority in the car or something like that, I'll watch the YouTube, and then since I get the show pack, I'll smoke along with them and everything like that, but I don't really do that on the regular either. I mean, by and large, I really don't watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. I, don't I watch a lot of YouTube, but not... Not, I listen to cigar, cigar podcasts. Yeah. I watch other stuff on YouTube. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't really have many good suggestions for you there, Kingston. I just kind of... Other than ours. Yeah, it's true. That's right here. That's, that, I mean, maybe. 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 Iffy. I mean... Let's put it this way. This is we videoed te- this. this. It's, whether, it's this, whether or not it actually sees okay. the light of this day. This is a test. So, anyway. All right. One more question from Kingston here. Everybody called him. Hey, well, it's uh, Kingston from Wyoming. Sorry to call you twice. He's back. Uh, I did actually have a question. I have a cigar cutter. And it's kind of getting gummy. Um, it's kind of one of those fancy ones. It's a Calibri. But um, I guess not fancy. Depending on your perspective, fancy. But uh, my like question it. is, would you, like, to clean out that kind of gummy stuff, it would be hard to get to with any real tool. Would you soak it? Or is there any, like, good way to clean those cutters? Uh, rubbing alcohol, what kind of stuff do you, would you use uh, to clean the cutter? Because it is relatively new, but it's just kind of gumming up. So, anyway, uh, stay smoking. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, so I have two thoughts on that. The first one, um, Nick Gervais told me that um, aluminum foil. That if you hmm. that if you like, I don't know if you cut aluminum foil, like you put it in there and actually like cut it. If that like helps. Or if you kind of wipe it with I'm assuming cut the aluminum foil, not like wipe it with aluminum foil. But he suggested aluminum foil. Now, the one thing that I will say. a little bit of sense, actually. Is since you have a Calibri, I'm pretty sure that Calibri cutter has some sort of a uh, lifetime guarantee yeah. on it. To where if you reach out to Calibri and tell them that you need the blade sharpened or something like that, that you can reach out to them and that they will take care of that. You'll have to mail it in, and then they'll have it for a little bit and mail it back to you. Um, But I'm pretty sure you can do that because if you notice, um, here, I'll show you. I don't know if I could show if it's good enough to see, but like, um, I'm actually missing a screw on my SV cutter there. It's on that side. I don't know if, if this is coming through or not on the video. There's one there, but it's missing there. And so I talked to the folks at Calibri when we were at TPE in May. Yeah. And they said, they gave me the email address and they said, just reach out and they'll mail me the screw. Um, or I could mail them the cutter and they'll, oh, okay. you know, whatever. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they're, they're pretty good customer service over there at Calibri. So the fact that you name drop Calibri tells me some more options for and you. And you bought a quality cutter. so Yeah, and, yeah. and that's the thing, dude. Don't, don't knock that Calibri. I mean, I love my Calibri SV. I mean, it's a, it's a good cutter yeah. for the money. I mean, look, there's other cutters you can buy that are more expensive. But for my money, that Calibri SV does its job perfectly. So, no, I would say um, maybe... Uh, Nick, if you're listening, maybe just call into the Ask the Boys and just or shoot me a message or something like that, and we can bring it up next. We time. We can clear but, that up. But I'm pre- but he had mentioned I had mentioned at one point that I was having trouble with my SV cutter, and he told me aluminum foil. So yeah. I think aluminum foil is is the short. I've answer. also heard people say that they will cut their cigars through the cellophane, and they think it helps keep the blade sharper. I don't know if you've heard that. I've had people in lounges tell me that. I haven't heard that yeah. actually, but I would say, but in terms of cleaning it with like a uh, I wouldn't use water. 
Um, yeah, definitely not because it it could rust up. Yeah, you don't want to use water, and I mean maybe maybe rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Um, I would just be, I don't know. I I I would probably try the aluminum foil and whatnot, and then maybe go from there. But if it so. jacks your cutter up, we didn't tell you to do that. I mean, let's be real. You can always reach out to Calibri. Yeah, they that's that's the way to go. And and you know what? They may have a recommendation on solutions to use. Like if you're saying yours is just kind of gummed up, maybe reach out to Calibri. Tell them, hey, mine's gummed up. I don't really want to go through the whole process of mailing it to you. Yeah. But you know, what would you use? How would you clean it? And things like that. And I'm sure they could tell you some sort of an answer. So, anyway, moving on. Hey, fellas, it's Chris. Hey, my question this week is if you had the opportunity right now to live in the world of either a movie or a television show, which, uh, which would it be? And part two is what would your interaction with the main character or characters of that movie or show be? Uh, mine, I think I would pick uh, the TV show Rested Development. I love that show. And uh, I'd want to work somewhere down by the waterfront, by where the uh, Blues had their frozen banana stand. Banana stand, yep. uh, So I could enjoy a uh, chocolate-dipped frozen banana, as well as maybe uh, get some interaction with uh, the different uh, members of the Blues family as they came and went. All right. um, Eagerly awaiting your response. We'll see you guys later. Stay smoking. You know, there's always money in the banana stand. Well... Are we talking about bananas? There's always money in the banana stand. Okay. You've seen Arrested Development, haven't you? You know. Oh, my gosh. I've seen a couple of episodes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I have not faithfully watched that like I should. Dude, there's always money in the banana stand. Well, and I I know the show's great, and I need to circle back on it. I admit that. You don't get what I'm saying, do no, you? No, I have no idea. All right, then. Maybe he's got a huts for maybe. I'd probably go on uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, Lord. Yeah. You'd just be one of the barflies at the Patty's Pub? I, that would be a blast. That wouldn't be bad. You know, late, and, and to those points, lately I've been watching a lot of Cheers, mm-hmm. and I think it'd be funny to be a barfly sitting there watching, you know, have have conversations with Norm and Cliff. Well, you're Norm and I'm Cliff in real life. It's true. Yeah, there's a lot of truth <laughs> There's a lot that. of truth to that. Because I'm, I'm full of useless facts. I'm the Norm at Top Shooters. I walk in and they're like, Nick, and they bring me an iced tea. It's true. So it's true. I don't know if that's a good thing Well, or the not, funny thing is, is they bring you two even when I'm not there because they assume I'm going to be there with you. Which they shouldn't because you rarely, you don't come up there nearly as much as no. people think. No. Yeah. Um, in terms of, uh, yeah, I mean, cheers would be fun, but, uh, and, and I agree with you. Patty's pub. It's always sunny. That would be a good time. Um, were you team Diane or team the other lady? Kirstie Alley? Well, right now I'm in the Diane, you know, phase. Diane Chambers. Yeah. She, she is irritating. I think Diane's annoying. She's irritating. Yeah. She's very irritating, but, um, I just. I don't know. I haven't. We'll circle back to that question later after I get through some of the Kirstie Alley phase. Have you right, ever seen the right meme? Now I'm still in the Diane Chambers. Have you ever seen uh, the meme phase? where uh, that that basically Cheers is actually a holodeck program on Star Trek? Yes, because there's all the so stars many of from these people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, what other show would I want to be a part of? Um, I don't know. I mean, you know. 
I could say like the Sopranos, but then at that point, you know, there's a good chance I'm going to get whacked. True. And I don't really want that. Um, I don't know. The Matrix, we could just be one of those people in the pods. I don't want to be a pod person. For all I know, I am a pod person. I know, right? Um, that explains the whole Mandela effect. They're just rewriting our programs. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I like your Always Sunny idea. That actually is not a bad idea. That would be that would be a fun show to be part of. Yeah. We could do a spinoff and do It's Always Sunny in St. Louis. Oh, God. We do get into some wacky shit. We do. It does happen. So Yeah, we explained some of those stories to our new friend Shelby, and he just sat there with his jaw agape. Yeah. Just like, what? We gave him some of the... <laughs> You've heard we him. hit the highlights. You've heard him before on the show here. Mm-hmm. So, all right, moving on to the last question for the day. Oh, thank God, I have to leave. Hey guys, it's Glenn. Just hey Glenn, in with my two guys trifecta. <laughs> oh dear week. God, Garofalo's First having to pay for these. The Garofalo La Familia that just came out. I actually Fantastic want to try that. Cigar. If you're a fan of the Garofalo line, I highly recommend checking this one out. The next one would be the Sereno Double X Maduro. Again, another fantastic cigar that's been out there for a while. And even though you might think it's strong or whatever because of the Double X Maduro, uh, it's a, a great medium cigar, lots of flavor, and a rock solid choice. And number three would be the J.C. Newman. Julius Caesar, one of my favorites, that is never a disappointment, always fantastic, and I highly recommend it. The question I have for you guys is lighting a cigar, and if it only gets partially lit, are you a fan of letting it catch up, or do you have to have it perfectly toasted in order to enjoy it? The reason why I'm asking this is I'm a blind cigar smoker, and I literally cannot see what I'm doing. My biggest fear lighting a cigar is you know, obviously singeing my eyebrows or yeah. you know, getting burned on my face or something. So I'm very careful about it, and I'm generally just happy to get it lit, and I don't really care whether or not it's fully lit and fully toasted perfectly or not. So anyhow, just wanted to get your take on uh, the lighting of the cigar and how perfectly it has to be lit. So that's it. Stay smoky and stay safe. First off, I'd extend your arms out a little bit further so you're not burning your face. Well, no, I think that's. But, but if but if he's like putting it in his mouth and drawing on it, you know, obviously, you know, you're going to get the flamage. Yeah, you just have to you know watch your angles. Depends upon, I guess, what size he's smoking too. If he's smoking yeah. like a short little robusto, or if he's smoking true because that's or like that nub we had on the show a week or that so back. Nub was dangerous. That was a, that. that was that danger was, close. That yes, was danger close. Um, and again, if if you know, you don't have to worry about that. And obviously, that's not something you you even are going to worry about. Just smoke your cigar and enjoy it. As long as you're enjoying it, what's it matter? I mean, I would say that if you get it. Yeah, look, let's be real. If you're if you can get it most of the way lit, like you said, it's going to catch up at some point. It's going to it's not like it's not like half the cigar is going to stay unburnt, you know, yeah. and everything. I mean, it's going to catch itself up over time. I I will say I tend to touch them up. You are particular. 
Yeah. You were constantly dickering with your cigar, <laughs> doing the, the licking and the, of your finger and then licking yeah. and then rubbing the spittle on the wrapper to make yeah. sure the burn doesn't like get uneven. Or you're always like touching up with the lighter. I've and done everything. that today a couple of times. You know, by and large, I don't really touch mine up all that much after the initial light yeah. unless it gets really, really out of control and, um, you know, is, is canoeing badly. Yeah. I'll try to let, you know, some time go by and let it kind of even itself out naturally over time. But you're always dicking with your cigar. Yeah. So I guess we're both. I think it's more of a nervous habit than anything. So I, I would say that actually, like, to answer your question, Glenn, it depends on which one of us you're talking to. Yeah. Because um, I'm one. Which to, is a lot of, lot of the answers we give a lot of the time. Yeah, I'm one to just kind of like let it be. And Jeff is one that, you know, wants to make sure that it's perfect. So. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I ultimately, I don't know if it really matters. Like, like he said, if, if whatever you're doing is working for you, yep. which, you know, you know, in your case, you know, with the lighting method and everything, you know, I try to, I try to at least, you know, rotate my cigar 360 degrees as I'm lighting it. That way I've gone one full rotation, Yeah, you know, for you, um, Glenn, I'd probably just keep rotating it until I was 100% sure I'd been around full time. Yeah, until you're comfortable kinda, with it. Yeah, just kind of knock it off. But, yeah, but, I mean, it sounds like you've obviously got a method down. He's that, mastered it. That works for yep. you. So, I mean, you know, bully for you. So. That's awesome. Yep. Well, guys, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. Make sure you get your questions into us by calling the hotline at area code 863-874-0000. I want to point out to any manufacturers that are out there listening right now or other cigar-related products, the sponsorship of the hotline is available. It is. Yeah. It is. I'll also point out something else. What's that? Glenn brings up an interesting point. Okay. In that when you really stop and think about cigars, how handicap accessible are they for the blind smoker? Fair enough. You know, you have the bands. But, like, for the most part, I mean, I guess some of the bands, you know, have some texture to them. Like, you know, this 10th anniversary Undercrown, you know, you can feel the little lion crest thing and whatnot and everything like that. But it's not, like, very pronounced and everything. Maybe, if nothing else, if, in, and, and Lord knows what the, I'm sure the band cost would fly through the roof for everybody to do this. But put, like, one little dimple like on the front, like at the top of the front of the band, like right there, just like a little Braille dimple, just okay. just one. That way he knows what the front of the cigar is. You know what well, I mean? I think, and then I that think way, in, in most cases you're going to know that because the long end of the cigar is away from the band. I'm not saying that he's going to be lighting the head of the cigar, Jeff. I'm saying that for him to do a full 360 rotation – Oh. He could feel where that dimple is. When that okay. dimple comes back around, he knows I've gone a full 360 degrees on this cigar. See what I'm saying? One little Braille dimple on the band that when it spins like that, as you're rotating the cigar around, when it comes back around, now you know you've gone a full 360 rotation Fair on enough. the lighting process. Fair enough. Something like that. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's just a thought. Okay, then. I mean. Okay. Okay. Jeff has no thoughts. 
So coming up on Friday's show, yes. so yeah, I have on, to go to dinner. Coming up on Friday's show, we've got another selection from My Monthly Cigars. What and, is uh, My Monthly Cigars, Nick? It is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. You can. We get the uh, El Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. There's also the uh, uh, Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. If I'm not mistaken, those are both covered by the MSRP guarantee. Which states that the value of the cigars in the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And uh, if you uh, use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. When you order, you get free shipping on your first box or 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store there at My Monthly Cigars. And while you're there, make sure you pick up. Some of the Daily Press, the official cigar pulpit coffee from fucking good coffee. You I can, think this is a good point for DJ Airhorn. You can pick it up uh, at mymonthlycigars.com or fuckinggoodcoffee.com. <laughs> so, yeah. So, make sure you get that Daily Press coffee. goes well with cigars. and uh, It does, actually. You yeah. know, you can enjoy some coffee any time of the day or night. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not just for breakfast. I drink coffee all day. Not coffee for, does not bother not me at night. Not just for breakfast anymore. Yeah. Oh, well, so. it, it never has been. Anyway. So anyway, yeah. so I drink it all the time. I make a pot and let it get cool, and then I just drink it through the day. I'll ice it down. I don't like cold coffee. I do. I like cold coffee. I'll drink cold coffee like iced tea. I don't do that. Yeah. So, so how do folks reach out to us on the socials? We're on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator. N-E-K-K-I-D. Gator. Yeah. That's my page. That is your yeah. page. We're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners group where everybody shares fun thoughts and ideas and what cigars are smoking and typically picks on me and Jeff. Yeah. You know, quite whatever. a bit, actually. Yeah. And uh, it's hard being us. We're also on Twitter and YouTube. And uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. And then we've got the <laughs> ask and make sure you get your questions in for Ask the Boys by calling the hotline at area code 863. 863- Eight seven four zero 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 zero. Now, as we finish up and we do the outro music, we're going to institute a new bit here. If we're going to keep doing the YouTube, where we just stare at the screen blankly. Well, okay, I, ready? But are you not going to do your joke? What's that? It's Tuesday. Oh, you're not going to do your joke. God, what's the greatest thing, or what's the most important thing? I think I did this on the show last week. <laughs> Let me come up with a joke. <laughs> He's got to look up. See. Family Circle. He's going to FamilyCircle.com. He's going to look up a joke. Or is it Reader's Digest this time? Country Living. Country Living. Because <laughs> nothing says funny like Country Living Magazine. You know what? They have oh some good stuff. God. <laughs> okay. So I asked my dog, Bennett, not Lucy. You know, I'd have to talk to her in Spanish. She's a chihuahua. So I asked Bennett the other day. I said, uh, Bennett, what is two minus two? You know what he said? What? Nothing. Okay. That's the kind of comedy gold you're getting on the pulpit, guys. <sighs> God. Anyway. All right. Well, I guess on that. Where do boats go when they get sick? The boat dock. <sighs> All right. Well, on that really bad cheesy and depressing note um final thoughts on the underground 10 i don't trust stairs you know why they're always up to something final thoughts on the underground 10 it's a good cigar it was uh i i thought it was gonna blow my palate out it did not i enjoyed it immensely even uh, smoked it way down 
to the uh, nub here. I want to show yeah, folks. Yeah, show folks exactly just how by this putting is, by putting it in the pipe. Yeah. you can get your cigar down to that yep. little bit. Yep, it's actually really impressive. Yeah, it 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 works well. Okay, well, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, it's got a good flavor. Uh, like I said, you know, kind of that dried fruit and cocoa on the cold draw, kind of that cocoa earthy kind of thing going on. I got on the dried the fruit smoking, and never never got the cocoa. Smoking and then definitely that strong black pepper on the retro hail. Oh yeah, it was um, it was really pronounced. Very pronounced, but it was good. I like yep. it. So anyway, well, unless you have anything else for the good of the cause. I do not. He's got to get to his ex-wife's birthday. Show the uh, band one more time. Under Crown. Great cigar. Anyway, so with that, it's time we go ahead and stare blankly at the screen. End this shit show. So, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. do we keep staring i don't know this is your bet that's true i don't know what to do do it another 10 seconds okay i'm kind of surprised the wind hasn't blown over the camera it's true it's true it's been really windy